All right, so today on this episode, I have Justin Christensen. He's the founder and CEO of Conversion Fanatics. He says that his physical health directly affects his clarity. Knowing why helps him find the willpower to carry on in tough times, and his morning rituals help him follow through with his plans. Listen on for his story. All right. So today on the summit, we have Justin Christensen, the co-founder and president of Conversion Fanatics. And Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you came from, and how your life is today since creating a business? Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, we have some value to share. But uh, I started uh, my life in a very small rural town in North Dakota, mm-hmm. a town of 400 people, which is like half the population of the state. <laughs> So, I uh, very small farming community, very close knit. Grew up farming and ranching and and rodeo and taught the value of hard work very very early on, and taught the value of a dollar very early on, as well as your your word is your bond. And, Absolutely, uh, a handshake means everything, and that's that's kind of how I was brought up. Was taught. To, to go to school, get a good job that I didn't necessarily need to be into the farming community, but there's better out there for me. Mm-hmm. After high school, I went to become an electrician. So I went to trade school. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my shop teacher in high school, he said I could be good at that. So I went to school as an electrician. That took me down a crazy path of, you know, I was a coal miner on the largest surface coal mine in the world or in North America at the age of 20. I, I traveled around and I, I've been a rodeo bull rider. I've, I've been a coal miner. I've been an electrician. I've been all sorts of fun. I toured in a band. That's <laughs> awesome. Time. But I was fortunate that my dad was kind of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, so always going from That's business helpful. or he kind of made his own way. Either yeah. that from ranching or from different business ventures that he had gone into. And he owned his own heating and cooling business. And, and a bunch of different aspects. So that kind of got me the bug, I guess. And early on, I had the baseball card shop, the lawn mowing service, and, and did all of the things that kids do. I remember um, those. <laughs> yeah. and, myself. and one day I was working as an electrician and I was up on a big scissor lift building a commercial building. Mm-hmm. And we were on like our 80th hour of the week. And at 21, 22 years old, and I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. I, I was just physically beat up at 21, 22 years old. Yeah. And when our foreman came to us that day, I remember it very vividly. I remember exactly where I was. I could picture us working in that building still here 25 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and him saying, oh, hey, we're going to need to be here by 4 a.m. tomorrow. Ugh. And this is like, 8 p.m. at night already. We're still working. We're trying to finish this job and we're behind schedule. And we had already been getting there at 5 a.m. So the next day was like 4 a.m. And then work until 10 o'clock at night. And it was just, I was like, I can't keep doing this. So luckily, I had kind of been dabbling in network marketing at the time. Mm -hmm. 
and failing miserably at it, but I was dabbling in it. I did that too. And I found (laughs) internet marketing on how to generate leads. And I was no good at running into people into the grocery store and asking them if they wanted to make extra money. Yeah. So I found internet marketing, found affiliate marketing and kind of went from there. And I quit my, I actually went back to school from being an electrician. I thought, well, I'll go back for something else. Went back to get my bachelor's degree and just realized it. I just couldn't do it. I wasn't cut out for that. Mm -hmm. So I grew up my business and I quit school. I was, I went back to being an electrician briefly while I was touring in a band and I decided that I was going to be done. And I found an opportunity to, uh, to sell cell phones business to business to kind of be, have allow me more flexibility mm-hmm. and really just get over my fear of, of being on the phone and being just blasting into somebody's business and saying, Hey, uh, let me help you with your cell phone needs and get your whole company. And, uh, that led me to really focusing more on my business at the time, which replaced my income mm-hmm. um, as an affiliate. It wasn't a lot of income at that time, but it was still enough. And two months before I got married in 2005, I quit my job. Awesome. I went full time. There were tears shed. There were Fear. moments of uncertainty <laughs> because we had both grown up in that very stable, stable environment of of having a job and just doing your 40, 40 and, and being done. And I quit. And that was, I guess, May of, so I guess we're approaching it right now. So May of 2005 was when I went full time. Wow. Um, so I've been doing this. Yeah. I guess this is almost year 19. Changed a lot of things for me. I've had a ton of ups and downs. Yeah. Been at the top of the heap. And I've been at the bottom of it. Um, on numerous we all? <laughs> you know, it's, it's the roller coaster that it is, but I wouldn't change it for a million years because it's afforded me to not only help myself, my family mm-hmm. live a great life, but it's also helped our employees with stability on their jobs and even all of the stuff that's going on right now we haven't laid anybody off. We haven't done any of that. And then the, the, the trickle down effect is we get to help all of our amazing clients help millions of people yeah. um, with their amazing products and service. So it's, it's been a, it's been a bumpy uh, ride through it all, but I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I'd, I'd like to say it's, it's the super flexible work from anywhere, internet lifestyle type business, yeah. but I, I don't have that. I'm a workaholic. I, I'm a proud workaholic, but I'm, I'm still <laughs> But I'm getting better in my well, older age to take care of myself. Well, I'm I, I'm, I still take care of myself. That's, that's the weird thing. I guess my coping mechanism of everything that's going on is I just put my head down and plow through it mm-hmm. and, and seize the opportunity and I, I just work harder. But at the same time, I've been very fortunate and, and I've made it a point that I'm going to be there for breakfast with my kids every morning. Unless I'm traveling, which I try to limit. Obviously, right now I can't do any of that. But, and I'm there for dinner almost every single night, and I'm there for bedtime every single night. And it's been that way since they were born, essentially. And now my daughter's going to be 10 this year, my son's going to be eight. So I've, I've, 
made it a point to be there through it all, even though I work and, you know, it might be that, you know, they go to bed and I'm back on my computer, but you know, it, it's, it's allowed, it's, it's allowed us to do some really cool things and experience a lot of things and, and do a lot of traveling and, you know, just my kids have gotten to see a lot of cool things. Thanks to me being able to do what it is that I do as an entrepreneur. That's awesome. And one of the reasons that I wanted you on the summit today was because I loved your, your story of coming from a small town because I'm from Prince George, British Columbia, which is 10 hours north of Vancouver in Canada. That's like not even on a map. <laughs> so I know what you mean. It was a little bigger town. It was a little, we had 30,000 people there. But yeah, I know that small town thing. And I love the fact that you're there for your kids. That was one of the things that was really important to me because I was brought up in a wealthy family and brought up by my, my, you know, my grandparents and my nannies. And so I was one of those latchkey kids and yeah. I didn't want that for my son. I wanted to be there and he's 18 now and I've, I've been there every day for him, which is awesome. Yeah. I love those values. So that's one of the reasons I, I brought you on here, but also you've done really well. So I, I want, I value listening to Tell us how you get your clarity. What, what keeps you clear? How do you get your clarity? Well, I've had a whole heck of a lot of practice at figuring out what works for me. One of the things that I get the most clear on is I have noticed a direct correlation in physical fitness mm -hmm. and my personal health to the success or frustration that I'm having in any business venture. Mm -hmm. So if I find out that I'm struggling, that I'm grinding, that I'm worrying, that I'm overcomplicating things and things just, the pieces just aren't falling into place, that's when I notice that my diet slipped, mm -hmm. that I haven't worked out as hard as I need to, that I've not taken the time to really work on me. Yeah. Um, and I've been there. I've, I was 80 pounds heavier than what yes. I am now. You look great. Thanks. I work extremely hard on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I found that direct correlation. Anytime I've slipped, it's because I haven't worked on myself. Mm -hmm. On that side, I also, not only the eating right and working out and exercise and all of that also helps me show up for my family a lot better. Yeah. But it also, I work on my mental game too. So I read a lot of personal development. I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of things that get my mind off of work because it's hard for entrepreneurs. It's hard to shut our brains off. Oh God, I can't count how many times I've woken up at two in the morning and be like, Oh, great. Now I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Or I think about one thing or I wake up just enough to think about something and then it's game over. I'm, I'm off. <laughs> so working like that from that standpoint and I just try to shut my brain off as much as possible. So even recently I've, kind of fell in love with music again and guitar. I, I've been a guitar player since I was a teenager, but I've never really taken it that serious. Even when I toured in a band, I didn't take it very serious. Right. Um, and that was my livelihood for a while. But I find that I can shut my brain off enough that it's, it's not worried about checking email. It's not worried about what's staff doing. Am I missing messages? Am I, 
pushing things forward, I get to shut my brain off for an hour. You can be uh, in the moment. Yeah. It is. And I literally, I'll, I'll sit down with the guitar. I did last night and played for 45 minutes. And I didn't even realize 45 minutes had gone by. I put, looked up and I'm like, oh, great. What, what the heck? Um, so it just allows me to drown out um, some of those scenarios. So to get my focus, that's, that's really what it is. I work on myself. That's, and that's the rest crazy. of the pieces, as crazy and chaotic as it can be, fall into place. And magically, even though I worry about it, all those things it fall works. into place and they, it works. It just magically yeah. works out. I tell my business partner that all the time that, you know, somehow we make it work no matter <laughs> what, you know, even, you know, times when we were like, how in the heck are we going to make payroll this month early on in the business to, you know, where are we going to get our next client or we need this or, you know, something dire that we think is dire. Yeah. But we always tell ourselves it's way worse than what it really is. And it just magically works out when I just, I just show up every day, consistent, try to work on myself. I've been preaching the same thing for six years. I just show up every day. I do the work. I do yeah. the same thing. I'm, I'm consistent, persistent, and things magically work out. And Beautiful. I find clarity in kind of the unknown, but also just controlling what I can control. And as long as I can control my physical fitness, my mental health, then, you know, the sky's the limit. Definitely, definitely. Which brings me on to the next topic of power or willpower. Because we all know, just like you said a little earlier, there are days where we're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Mm -hmm. And so where do you, what do you find helps you power through those days when, when, when things aren't working out sometimes? What, what keeps you moving forward? Really just understanding that it isn't as bad as I think it is. And yeah. I, I really just try to answer the question why. Mm -hmm. So I, I first, and I do this, this is my entire business is I ask the question why. Yeah. Literally, that's it. That's, and I try to figure out why every single day. Times a thousand, but I try to figure out why. And why did that happen? What can I do? What could I have done to change it? Mm -hmm. And how can I fix it going forward? Mm -hmm. And if I can be a little bit better than I was yesterday, then uh, tomorrow, then it doesn't power? matter in what area. I don't need to be 100% better. I need to be 1% better. Absolutely. And that could, be, that could be in sending one more email or helping solve three problems for a client or just getting that extra test out or something that's just a little bit better communicating with the client just a little bit better or sending that extra report. If I can do that every single day, that compounds. And I think about it too, from the perspective that I've never regretted a workout. I've never regretted any of the things that have made me stronger or better. Mm -hmm. There are days that when we're not completely on isolation, I go to the gym six days a week mm -hmm. and I'm at the gym at 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I do that every single day. And there's days that there's no way in hell do I want to get out of bed and go to the gym. <laughs> and I roll in there groggy and I'm, I do kickboxing. So it's wrapping my hands, putting gloves on, and there's nothing that I want more than just to go home. Uh -huh. And 
30 minutes later, I'm, it's the best decision ever. And I've never regretted that decision. So I just try to focus on what I can control, try to be a little bit proactive in it and not yeah. reactive because as entrepreneurs, we can be very reactive to a situation totally. or lash out. And I just let the pieces fall. As long as we do our best, give 110%, try to be a little bit better every single day. In fact, I've got it plastered in our office here on a, right by the kitchen. There's a big sign that says, or actually it's out in the hall on this side now, but it says Kaizen on it. That's our, our one yeah. of our core philosophies, which is the art of consistent daily improvement. And that's what we do every single day. That's, that's our motto and that's my motto for life. The name of your company, Conversion Fanatics, right? Mm-hmm. And, and conversion, improving conversion is just making those little changes, those little changes that m- make everything happen, right? So it's no, it's no wonder that you're great at what you do because just what you were talking about, little tiny things mm-hmm. adjusted along the way make for those huge impacts in a compound level later on. It, it is. It's, it's, and I've got a, a, I've got a chapter in my book all about mm-hmm. that too, about compounding conversions, and that can be applied to anything else. True. It, it's true exponential growth yeah. at that point. It doesn't matter what you apply it to. Yeah. You can take it and break it down. You've got your 80-20 Pareto principle, but if there's an 80-20 of that and an 80-20 of that and an 80-20 of that, infinitely down, but it also compounds. If you do 1% better every single day in a hundred days or whatever, you're going to have twice, you're going to be twice as far yeah. um, down the path. So that's just what I try to control and, and the better that I can be about controlling that. And, and I'm notoriously very, very intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell every new staff member that comes on that I'm like, don't Anywhere? take it personally. <laughs> like, it's not you. I promise. I'm short. I'm to the point. I, I am intense at times. It's not because you're doing something wrong. I said, the best compliment I can give you is to stand out of your way. But if I ask questions, then it's not like there's a problem. I just want to know. So that's, that's really it. That's just boils down to just trying to be a little bit better every single day. Love it. Love it. And so our, our last topic is follow through. Do you have like any structures that you put in place? You've got the clarity now, you've got the power. And what structures do you put in place to help you with follow through? Like for instance, when you commit to doing something or you've decided to do something, what helps you follow through with that? Um, Well, I'm not normal. (laughs) So I don't really have, (laughs) like even my business partner will say that all the time. Like nobody is going to outwork me. I believe that. It's absolutely impossible to outwork me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get more done before 10 a.m. than most people will get done all single day. Sometimes 8 a.m. So, but I live rigidly by a calendar. So I have my set schedule. I need to be at my desk by 7 a.m. I have a set routine that I go through every single morning to onboard my day. Kind of morning rituals, if you will, but mm-hmm. in a business environment. Yeah. This is after... I was, I did my workout. I'm already showered. I'm to the office and I live by a rigid calendar. If it's not on my calendar during my working day. Yeah. So if I can fit it into between 7am and 4pm, it fits. And that sometimes looks like I'm on the phone every single day. 
all day, every day. And sometimes it looks like an ink pen blew up on my calendar, but I, that's my follow through is I, I work best under pressure and under mm-hmm. deadlines. Mm-hmm. So if, if you tell me, Oh, I need to have this by Thursday or Friday. No. Like, but if you tell me Wednesday afternoon that it yeah. needs to be done Thursday morning, it'll be done Thursday morning. Yeah. But I have to be able to fit it in my calendar. So it was the same way when I was first getting in shape, I would schedule Literally, I was at the gym at 2 p.m. and I'd be out and I would know by the minute almost how long it took me to drive there. And I sound like very military-ish, but it's, it's not as rigid as that. It's just what works for me. No, and if I, I can schedule it, then I'm good. I totally 100% agree. And, and that's the thing is that I find more freedom in structure. Mm-hmm. When I have solid structures, it actually gives me more freedom, not less, which is kind of but weird. But it's, it's weird for me because I'm that way in business, mm-hmm. but I'm very much could give a shit less on the other side. So yes. in personal life, it's like, yeah, I just kind of take it as it comes and we do what we do and I want a little bit of structure. But it's like, yeah, we know what happens, it happens. And I, I do find that balance in there. And that's really cool. Whether that's a fault or not, you know, well, I guess we have to ask my wife that, but uh, <laughs> we, we're um, still married. So that's a good sign. <laughs> it is. And almost for 15 years, almost been married. Way to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's some, you know, method to the madness. And I really just, you know, even during all of the craziness that's happened in helping adjust clients and adjust business and, and make our changes there. We've started like two new companies, That's you know, during all of this. So it's like, well, when do you have time to do that? It's like, well, I schedule it and I just, I delegate, just, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've got a big team that handles, yeah. you know, the, the main business side of things and I just oversee and help manage. And I found myself with some time. So, you know, why not do something else? Why not? Why not? Awesome. And so tell us about the free gift that you're giving to the people who are listening here today on the summit. I'm excited about it. And I didn't plan this, but I actually have a copy right here. I know. Uh, It happens to be on my desk. Yeah. yeah. Um, At first, when I asked you for the lead magnet, you were like, hmm, I don't really know. Maybe I'll give him this. And then you said, oh, I'll give him my book. Yeah. So a couple years ago, I wrote a bestselling or a book that was fortunate enough to become a bestseller. It's called Conversion Fanatic, How to Double Your Customer Sales and Profits with A-B Testing. And I'll give everybody a free PDF copy. No opt-in, no nothing, just a direct link, which I'm assuming you'll give everybody a link to that. And um, really, I wrote the book because I was tired of people. And it took me over a year to write it. And it's only 150 pages. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to write it in a tangible way that was no fluff that could be executed by somebody even beginner all the way up to the most advanced marketer. And I've heard mm-hmm. praise from all levels, fortunately. And I wrote it just because people were talking about that. I just need more eyeballs on my offer Yeah, that I need more, you know, I just need more people to see what it is that I'm selling. Mm-hmm. And instead of what do I do with those people that are actually seeing it and how to, you know, and I've grown, you know, companies to, you know, even personal companies help grow them, you know, to $10 million or more in revenue just because of optimization. And I wanted to focus on the other piece of the puzzle. And that's, you know, the user behavior once they land on a website. 
So how to get more out of your marketing efforts through conversion optimization is essentially what it is. And that's, that's what I wrote it. And really I wrote it to, to be tangible, no fluff to the way you can basically flip to any page and get some action out of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the summit today. Really, really enjoyed your answers and uh, take care of yourself. Take care of your kids and keep on rocking. All right. Appreciate it, Marnie. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow-through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.